Hey lovely, this is my top three tips for you to get happier now. Okay, perhaps you're not going to be 100% happier, but at least you're moving up the emotional scale. So if you don't know what the emotional scale is, I'm just going to brief you to what the emotional scale is. Um, it says that being angry is better than being sad because... On the emotional scale graphs, you'll see that depression is the lowest point that you can feel. And then the next step up of depression is anger. So if you Google emotional scale, there are, there are lots of graphs that, they've, um, that you will find on the World Wide Web. And um, I would suggest that you would screenshot it. Screenshot it on your computer, on your phone. It is a great way to tap into how you're feeling in your body every day. Um, it is a really good tool because we tend to be in our heads so much. We have all these emotions running through our bodies and we don't know how we really feel. So this is a really great tool to see where you're feeling, where you're at, and then moving up up onto those emotional scales. So I think, I think yeah, it's a really great tool. So I really do suggest that you do it. Um, so these tips or what I'm going to share with you is not going to make you happy overnight, but it is all about the awareness and perhaps what I'm trying to say is it's your own personal responsibility that you are choosing to make a change in your mindset will get you closer and closing the gap to where you want to be, to where you are and where you want to be in terms of your personal growth. Because the thing is with personal development, it is an ongoing growth process. It's the same with exercising. You just don't do it for a little while and expect it to never do it again and then... Um, Sorry, to expect to like have your health and body to stay the same when you, you know, when you don't do it ever, ever again. <laughs> so this is why you always need to practice what you need to practice, whatever that might look like, whether that's meditation, journaling, um, you know, dive into some routine or ritualistic self-care mode, whatever that might look like for you. You know what you need to do to get you up into some high vibrations. Um, everyone's different. Everyone's lifestyle is different. Um, so yeah, whatever you need to do to get you up there, to get you feeling happier, I guess. Um, so you can read all the books in the world. But if you don't do that hard work, that practice, that personal practice to um, personal growth, you won't be able to feel the results. Because self-development is not a tangible thing. So you cannot see the results. At least with exercising, you can see the results in your body. But um, self-development, you can't because it's not tangible. And so the real key to become the, becoming the better you is to have a profound self-awareness. So with that, I'm going to begin my um, three tips for you to start getting happier <laughs> the first tip is to not dwell about the past so we often think about the what-ifs we wish we could do things differently we start blaming our family blaming our parents in particularly our mothers sometimes we imagine or tell ourselves a different story about our past so you think about something um in your past and then you're like if only I did this then you know maybe I would experience this like you tell this really crazy story in your head and you're changing your past in your head um in saying this when we look 
when we look at our past with lots of love and we learn from it and we don't judge it, this is how we essentially can grow from it and become a better version of yourself. You know, maybe you've had some unpleasant experience in your past. However, those experiences made you who you are. It is a character that you've built that you perhaps have it had made you a resilient and a stronger woman. So maybe perhaps it's a story that you can motivate another woman. So I do want to speak about this topic with a lot of love and respect. But as I said, um, if we dwell about the past, and the key word here is dwelling, we will never move on. Um, but I said... Um, we will never move on. So what I'm saying is like we're living, a lot, living with a lot of regrets. So personally, if I'm at my last breath, I don't want any regrets. So I hope you can imagine that. Like imagine you in your last your last breath, your dying bed. Sounds really morbid. I know I'm sounding super morbid right now, but just imagine you want to close your eyes and know that you've lived a full life without any regrets. So I think that would be a really amazing thing. Secondly, it's not to be afraid of the present. So not being afraid of the now. And I really do mean right now. We are afraid of being the now, I think, because it will only prove to ourselves how much of a failure we are. Or, you know, we'll start saying to ourselves, this is not where I see myself. How did I get here? And so we start dwelling about the past. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's my coughing again. I really can't do podcasts. I can't seem to speak for longer than four minutes and, and you know, or else I get a real tickle in my throat. If any of you are podcasters out there or public speakers, experts, if you have a tip about how to get rid of this itchiness in my throat when speaking for long periods of time, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> so as I was saying, um... <clears throat> so we as humans, we're really complex creatures. What can I say? Um, we wait for some sort of perfection to come along. For myself, I have this site life coaching business. And at one point, I need more qualifications because right now, perhaps I'm not enough. Um, that's how that's how I felt before. So, And I also thought to myself, if I further my education, maybe then I can really market myself as a life coach Maybe I'll wait until I'm skinnier and then be more visible. Um, even with this podcast, like at first, my first podcast, I don't know how many times I've recorded and deleted it, recorded and deleted it because it was so imperfect. I kept on stumbling my words, mumbling my words, um, doing mistakes, coughing. And I thought, you know what? Stuff it. It is what it is. Um, I'm trying to speak to you in a live situation, in a, a more authentic situation. So yes, I speak funny, I sound funny, um, I cough, I mumble my words, I jumble my words. My vocabulary might not be all there. My grammar might not be all there. But um, I just want to explain myself and speak just the way I, I speak, I guess. Um it is a bit of a different context, I guess, when you're kind of recording it on a podcast show. Um, so I'm sort of like having a mental image of who I'm speaking to right now. So um, so that's sort of helping me to, um, to, to pretend that I'm actually speaking to someone out there. And I hope that person is you. <laughs> um, okay, I'm sort of mumbling. There we go. There's the mumbling, the jumbling. Um, let's get back to it. <laughs> so... 
Where was I? What was I saying? So point two. Point two is not being afraid of being in the present. So we are not living in the moment. So we are somehow we are living in autopilot. We don't even realize how much life is passing us by. So let me ask you this: When you're driving to work, for example, work is a place where you kind of drive to every day. Um, do you feel like you're on autopilot? Like it's a pretty scary thing to think because driving is a very dangerous thing to do when you're not, um, when you don't know what you're doing and you're not aware what's going on, the traffic that's going on, of course. But do you feel like you are driving in autopilot? Um, because I know I kind of do that. I'm I'm gonna be really real here. I'm gonna tell you that I kind of do that. You know, and then. You know, we're like, I'm like, oh, great, I'm here now, but you know, it's the same thing with with being being um being mindful of the present. It's you know, a lot of people last year in 2017 had said, oh, this year has gone so fast. It's because we don't savor the moment. We don't care to feel the journey that we are we are on. We just worry about this destination and how we're gonna get there and when will we get there. Which brings me to my third tip is to not worry about the future. So usually as a woman, as a mother, we are natural worriers. It, it is in our DNA. So if you are worried, um, sometimes it is being productive um, and it's, you know, and sometimes it's about being productive and you can't do anything to change it. Um, so again, it's all about being the present and the keyword here is worrying, worrying, worrying about the, um, future. It is just not, not, um, it's not productive. As I said, it's, you know, eh, and it's just, it's great to have a plan towards your future. Of course, um, you know, being a life coach and that we set goals, um, we look into the future, um, we want to build a better future and all that sort of stuff. But but when we're worrying about it, it is really unproductive. Um, you know, we want to plan our, towards our future. As, as long as you have a healthy outlook in goal setting, then then you're fine. And then, yeah, of course, you know, um, it is all... So all of this sort of relates to each other, you know, Um and I guess I am also guilty about all the stuff that I mentioned above before. And um, if you are aware that you're doing this sort of stuff, like you're catching yourself dwelling the past, being afraid of the present, being afraid of the future, constantly worrying about the future, you know it's not healthy. And yes, it's normal. I get it. I get it. It's normal. But you know it's this constant feeling is making you sick. It's making you feel stuck. It's it's just full of regret, it's making you feel full of regrets, um, then it's better to have awareness and change your vibration. So what do you do when you catch yourself overthinking about the past or future or being afraid of living your life right now? The first thing I want to say is practice mindfulness. Now, there are this is like a whole another episode about practicing mindfulness. The best thing that I could advise you is when you are with your children, be 100% there, not be on your phone, not um, watching TV. You know, if it's time with you and your kid, make it 
the time, see what they're doing, see how they, how much they've developed. Um, that's what I'm committing to do when it is my time with Nina, um, especially during around dinner time. Sorry, more so lunch time because I'm never there for her for dinner usually. Or you could also start by um, when you are making tea, for example, be hundred percent in that moment. So. Um, not just drink it and just go, yep, it's tea, just to fill your belly up, but really savor the moment, really really feel um, the heat of the tea, um, taste the taste of the tea. Start thinking and start being really grateful of how um, how much we've got electric, like we've got electric electric in our in our um kitchen that can boil our water in an instant i mean and that goes to my second point which is gratitude yes the future was shit sorry the past was shit the future is looking bleak and right now you're going nowhere fast but is there a moment that you can be really be grateful for something one thing I'm always grateful for is technology. You're going to say, um, you thought I was going to say my daughter, right? But one thing I'm really, really grateful for is technology. It has changed my life completely. And I think there is also a subconscious representation of my life because I never thought I could afford anything. I never thought I could even own a um, an Apple laptop. So... When I was in college, I bought an old typewriter to type my assignments. In my generation at that time, everyone had a freaking computer. I mean, of course, eventually, you know, we could borrow the school facilities. But at that point, I was typing my assignments with an old typewriter that I bought in Vinnie's. Um, like a charity shop thing. I don't know if you know what Vinnie's is in Australia. It's like a charity shop where people donate their old stuff and they they resell it for um for charity, for their charity of choice. Um so yes. So now I love that I have everything. So I'm not saying that you should look um at physical things for happiness. It's just that personally, I love technology. So I don't know if I've explained myself properly, but I hope you resonate with that um, that example. So um, maybe you are a music lover and, and you just love your Spotify account. You're so grateful for it because, you know, you can you, you get to listen to all the bands, all the music in the world, and you just love it so much and you're so grateful that you can afford that monthly membership. Um, because I know I do because I'm a premium member myself. So whenever I think think about technology, I am like super grateful. Um, the third thing what you could do when you catch yourself overthinking about the past or future being being afraid of your life right now is to write about it. Pour the BS on your pages of your journal. You can cry an ugly cry, whatever. Um, if you haven't tried journaling because you think it's stupid, it's woo-woo crap, doesn't make sense, um, it's just whatever, I suggest that you just give it a go, you know. Um, when you put your emotions down on paper with your handwriting and if you want to if you want to, you can tear those pages out and burn it, make it into a into a ritual. Um, that that would be pretty amazing. Um, some people do do that as well. Um, yeah, so write all the bullshit in the 
the stuff that you feel in your heart and your in your head and all the negative crap that's going on, put it on paper, burn it and then bury it and make it a ritual out of it and say your piece and let it go. Um, some people do do that and it's pretty powerful and it's pretty supportive um, action to actually go for as well. So... I'm so sorry. Um, in this episode, I kind of overlap my opinions and all the things I want to share. Um, I've kind of mumbled a few ramble um, things. It's not, I'm, you know, it's not very, very curated as such. I'm trying to be more comfortable with speaking. But nevertheless, I hope this episode have given you some inspiration some value and hope you'll take some stuff from it that I've spoken and um, be in action to change and to progress to wherever you want to be in life. Um, so with that, I just want to say that I have a Facebook group. It is called the Brave Wallflower Girl Gang. It is the podcast after party. So I would really love for you to join my group. I hope to see you there. Um, and so yeah, just um, type in Brave Wallflower Girl Gang. No, it's a bit of a, a a big mouthful, but hopefully it will come up on Facebook. And I hope to see you there, as I said. And with that, with lots of encouragement, I'm signing out now. Thank you, guys. <laughs>